Yo, dude, so it's recording. I'm going to go ahead and get the drinks. Let's get this motherfucker started. All right, brother, hurry up. Hi, buddy. What the fuck was that? Who are you? Holy shit, what the fuck? Alex, yo. Why would you treat my friend so poorly? Dude, Alex. Dude, your fucking doll's creeping me out, bro. I got you a present. Hey, what do you got there, bro? A knife. This will help me be friends with Alex forever. Oh, what? What? No! Oh, ah! Ah! You are my buddy. You are my friend. All right, man. Are we ready to take these shots? <laughs> hey, hey, Patrick. Are we having fun yet, Alex? Who are you? Chucky. I will never leave your side, Alex. Okay. We can share everything together. You you killed Patrick, though. We're friends to the end. Yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> Christina! <laughs> As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, that there is something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. A veil that is beyond our own comprehension. Beyond the void. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void or Podcast. That's right, we're back, and it's Patrick again. He's joining us for a special episode. Heidi ho, Heidi ho. It's going to be our Child's Play 2019 episode number 144. Technically, we're at like 180 now. Oh yeah, 180 episode, 180 uh, you know uploads. So we have quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, we're going to be doing a spoiler-free review first. And then, of course, we'll give you a spoiler warning before we get into the discussion about the things that uh, we really liked and didn't like, Easter eggs, things like that. So if you've already seen the movie and you just kind of want to chill, there's a time signature down below. You can check out the timestamp. You can just jump right to the spoiler section. Or if you're worried about any spoilers, don't worry. We'll give you plenty of warning with the sirens. So, guys, I just wanted to let you know... Uh, I got word back from Brittany about the whole situation. She is going to be taking a long hiatus from the podcast. We don't know how long or if it's indefinitely, but she did tell me to tell you guys that she's sorry and that she, of course, will miss you guys dearly and uh, until she gets this figured out. So... We wish her the best of luck. It's always she's been helping us build this fucking podcast for almost two years. It right. would have been two years in August. 
or yeah. July, actually, just as July. So yeah, I hope you get better, Brittany. Yeah, dude. So, but uh, how you been? What's going on with you, man? Oh, not much. It's another day, I mean, dude. That Amazon sale. I want it. I want it <laughs> I know. so bad. I want to get it for you, but I don't know. Like, it's not really, you know, right. like... I'm going to have to beg and plead. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's talking about the $20 sale on all the movies of Ch- Child Play. It's Blu-ray, too. That's fucking ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it's like the it's the one, the yellow box with him in the, yeah, in the thing or whatever. It's like the good guy box. Yeah, it came out when the, the Cult of Chucky came out. Oh, did it? So, yeah, so that they would have it. It was like shortly after that movie released individually or at the same time, I think. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys. So, I, I don't know if, if, if you guys are like stoked to see this movie. We did a poll on uh, Do You Love Horror on Facebook, the Facebook group, and it was pretty divided. Yeah. Like, it was like, like, you know, I think it was like 15 or 20 each thing. I said, Are you guys going to see Child's Play 2019? And they said, I said, either pick No Way. Maybe or yes, I am, and uh, it was literally even across the board. I think oh, shit. yes, I am beat beat out everything, but I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's. I knew that it was going to be one of those films that like so. There's going to be like a triple tier review for this movie, and I guarantee you, half the people who said they weren't going to see it saw it anyway. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I've been doing. Uh, uh, my buddy's going to be sending me out a VR headset. Oh, yeah. uh, that I've been playing with, and like I'm super stoked about it. He's got the Oculus Rift. Okay, he's like getting the newer version of it. I think it's called like Oculus S. So you can connect to the Oasis. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So I'm like, I've never, never experienced VR at all. Well, I did do like the, one the of those cardboard. Yeah, the cardboard one, but I don't really consider that. Yeah, it's a, a full experience. Right. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's cardboard, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm super excited. So for those of you who actually watch me stream and like watch our uh, gameplay videos and stuff. We're going to have a lot of that to do with the Fump Bunch as well as my own personal stuff. I'm going to be playing horror games, which I'm a, I'm a little nervous about. You know, I'm not exactly a picture of health, uh, 100%. So I might just play a game and die. <laughs> I, I saw the dash he's been doing that lately. Oh, yeah, it's because it's becoming popular again. Yeah, it kind of uh, died out there for a couple. Well, it's because it's early technology, and, yeah. and they're really kind of like, it's going to get there. It's just not there. But I'll tell you what, guys, if you are kind of dulled by the sensation of horror movies and you're not really scared by them, I always recommend this to people because even if you aren't scared by, like, supernatural things, don't believe in, you know, things in the dark or have an overactive imagination and you're just kind of bored with stuff and you've gone down the dark hole of like you know like torture movies and shit like that or shiza videos for that matter I don't, whatever creamy fucking viscous poop shit you like <laughs> you should always try out horror video games like i've actually gotten pretty fucking scared uh even if it's just a jump scare and it's like a like a haunted house kind of feeling it's still better than what you get if you're not you know what i mean outlast had a lot of great ones yeah like outlast well outlast the first one was really good the second one is just too much. Like, it's not even enjoyable. Like, like, it's just just, like... Can I enjoy the game for a second? Yeah, like, can I take a breath? Like, literally, that is how you feel when you play that game. I never played the second one. I played it on stream, and I was like, I am just... I, like, had to take breaks, man. I had to hit pause. I was like, this is too much. (laughs) Like, it's just too much. Like, I'm not even enjoying this. It's like, I just want to get through it. Right. Like, that's not, you know, like, there's a balance, and they went way overboard. It's cool cool shit. Don't get me wrong, but... And it's not that it's just too scary. 
It's just so all the time in right. your face. You know what game I thought did it best was Condemned. The first. Oh Condemned yeah, I tried playing that on the stream actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I have it on PC. Oh, dude, it's a great. So. Game. Also, guys, just so you know, we are going to be doing our contest, so if you don't belong to the VIP club, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com, click on VIP club on the tab, and then fill out your information. We're going to be giving away a bunch of uh, Blu-rays, DVDs, and some extra stuff um, just to give away to you guys for listening and being part of the show, because uh, you guys are a huge part of the show. So, But it's only for those who sign up for our VIP club. It's free. All we ask is that you are in Canada or the U.S. Uh, we will do ones for Europe later on, so you can still sign up, and we'll do something later on. Um, but all you got to do is just fill out your information and boom, and we'll announce the, uh, one when we do our Midsommar episode. So, uh, we'll send that out to you. If we don't hear back from you within a couple of days, we're going to pick a new person. So make sure you check your emails, but guys, I think it might be that time. Oh shit. Horse shots. All right, guys. So, uh, as always, we do a horror-themed shot, alcoholic, uh, based on the movie that we're going to be doing this week. And this week, of course, we're doing the Child's Play 2019 reboot. And uh, I decided that it would be fun to make a shot based around the eyes of the doll in the movie. Because as some of you may know, and this really isn't really spoiling anything, I think it's even in the trailer. Yeah. uh, His eyes change from blue to red throughout the movie. So I thought it'd be cool to have a blue and red theme shot. So well, isn't that also the stripes on his uh, his outfit too? His blue and red. Uh, it's a little different actually now. Yeah, but yeah, that would work too. There is red and blue too, but I was mostly going for the eyes. So this one's called a bloody buddy. I am your buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm your best friend. Whatever the fuck. Uh, so. You do you do it pretty well there. I think so. I, I think you do it. It's pretty a little well. raspier than him on right. his thing, but I feel like it feels more natural. It's well, Mark to be Hamill that way. is the king of voice, right? Over. So I can't top him, but I'll I'll give him my best shot, guys. <laughs> so in a bloody buddy, what you're gonna want to do is you're gonna want to basically do this in this order. By the way, it's a third of each of the parts in this drink. So you're gonna pour in your grenadine into your shot glass, basically a third of which. So grenadine first. Then you're going to gently pour over a spoon, if you can, you're going to pour the blue curacao into the glass over top of it, and then you're also going to spoon in orange schnapps on the top, okay? Now, there is another drink out there like this with, like, peach schnapps or something like that, but I figured orange because ginger baby. (laughs) I didn't want the ginger baby. (laughs) (coughs) Sir, you can't say that. I can. I'm ginger, so fuck you all. Um, but anyway, you try to spoon it in so that it's layered. So if you do it successfully and carefully, you will have three layers. A blue layer, or excuse me, a red layer, and then a blue layer, and then a clear layer for your body. Um, uh, so uh, then when you're about to slam the drink, you say, this is for Tupac. <laughs> And then you shoot that motherfucker and punch a doll in the face. So if you got a doll anyway, (laughs) if it's expensive, please don't. Uh, Or maybe do it because you're a fucking rebel. I don't know. (laughs) 
I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't care. <laughs> Do what I want. But it, 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 I have heard some. Uh, it, this is a good combination of drinks. It's not going to be the heaviest of drinks, but it'll it'll get you there if you have a few. So, you know, if you're a fan of the Child's Play and you're looking for a shot to do this weekend, go ahead and take that one. And you can thank BTV for the uh, recommendation. And in great tradition of Patrick and I on the podcast together, we've uh, we came to something that we always do, which is Sambuca. We Sambuca. haven't always done it, but we did. It was a thing. It was a thing. For it a is while. a traditional thing that this is our traditional drink for when we go into battle on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put the armor of Christ on. I feel like it, yeah, it's like we're standing and talking to the troops and fucking iron and Braveheart or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> are you ready? So I, I I don't even know. I think this is Italian too. By the way, yeah. All right, cheers to Child's Play. We don't know what we think about this movie yet, guys. We didn't talk about we this didn't. at all. I was very strict about Tone it. Tone of silence all the yeah. way through. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. Woo! Hit me again. Little dab-a-doo. Little dab-a-doo, yeah. <laughs> you keep going. There you go. To my buddy. Buddy. To my buddy. <laughs> my only friend. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's that second one. The second one makes you realize what you done did it. Yeah, I felt dirty. That one got on my chin. So if you would like to try a bloody buddy, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section. Now, that's it for horror shots. So now it's our time to jump into the new 2019 Child's Play reboot with a spoiler-free review right fucking Alright guys, so now we are back and we're going to jump into a spoiler-free review of Child's Play 2019. So don't worry, we won't get into any spoilers. Um, uh, I will say, just to give you a head heads up, if you're new to this podcast, we do have timestamps below. If you want us to just dive into the fucking spoiler stuff, you can just find the timestamp down below and skip to it. No problem. Uh, but I do try to, <laughs> I get a little wordy, a little long winded in uh, some of the things I have to say because I ultimately are just passionate about this stuff. So, but we're going to let Patrick do the, the honors first after I get done doing all the like stuff, who was in the film, who it was made by, etc. So, Child's Play obviously just came out. Um, the story is a mother gives her 13 year old son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. Nature? <laughs> Man-made nature? Maybe? Nature. Perhaps. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Lars Klevberg, known for a few shorts. He did one feature film based off of one of his shirts. Shirt? Shirt? Shorts? There we go. Uh, Sambuca. <laughs> but he did a, a short film called Polaroid, and then he turned that into a feature film, horror film, uh, it's a it's about a, people who use a Polaroid camera. It's like a teen horror movie kind of. Teen uh, Bobby. Yeah, I remember it vaguely, uh, but I've never seen it, so I might actually check it out. But it didn't get many good reviews, guys. So, but that's mostly it. He's done mostly just a few shorts. 
and the feature film. This movie was actually written by Tyler Smith, who is actually known for a few video game writing credits. He actually helped write the Xbox Microsoft game called Quantum Break. Oh, no shit? Mm-hmm. Also, another game called Sleeping Dogs. It's that uh, action, like, fighting game or whatever. It's like a, not a fighting game. It's a oh, yeah, third-person yeah, yeah, yeah. fighting. Like, kind of yeah. like that Shamu or... Sh- yes, what it, okay. kind of like, or the Yakuza, sort of like that. Right. Um, but, yeah, he's actually also working on the new Kung Fury 2 movie coming out. I can't wait. Which, by the way, is in pre-production, so... Sorry, sorry, Sarah Cop, dude. It was oh, so yeah. fucking amazing. Well, you can... I mean, I'll get into the, my some of my points on that later. Like, you can see some of that shine through, but... Uh, some of the cast in this is Aubrey Plaza, who is Mrs. Barclay, a.k.a. Andy's mom. Which she is smoking hot. <laughs> well, a lot of people have a fucking crush on her like a motherfucker. Uh, she's been in the Upright Citizens Brigade way back then. Uh, she was in like five episodes, and she even wrote for it, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, she was also in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Parks and Recreation. Boop, boop. Life After Beth, Ingrid Goes West, and Legion, of course, which is one of the newer ones, which she's great in. Uh, she also stars Mark Hamill. Do I really need to tell you who he is? His, he's plays Chucky. He does the voice of. Uh, he was in, obviously, uh, Lights Out, the show out. Or, excuse me, let me try that again. He's fucking Luke Skywalker. He's voiced many voices in games, TV shows, movies, and, of course, most notoriously, the Joker. That's right. So he is, uh, you know, not too shabby in the voice department. Uh, not too shabby. That's, like, understatement. He did more than half the voices for the Batman originally. Right. Series. No, he did a lot. He's done a lot. I've, I've looked at his credits, and he's actually really good at it. I like that he actually delves into that, because it's a, not an easy world to Do get into know, the voice world. He is so animated inside the the recording booth that they recorded the stuff that he was doing inside the recording booth to make the Joker do when he was right. talking. Well, that's it's, because it's he crazy. wants to get that reality, that realness. Right. Um, it also stars Gabriel Bateman, who is Andy, the child. Uh, he was in Lights Out, the show Outcast, the Benji movie. He was also in the TV show American Gothic, and he played the little boy in Annabelle, actually, the first Annabelle. Also stars Brian Tyree Henry, who's been coming up in the fucking acting world. Yeah, dude. And uh, he's a really likable guy. He is. Um, There's just something about him. I really like him. Uh, He plays Detective Mike, which was in the first movie. He was the detective that met up with Andy's mom and stuff like that. Uh, He plays uh, the father in Jefferson Davis in the animated Spider-Man movie Into the Spider-Verse. He was in Hotel Artemis, he's in the upcoming Joker movie, and he's going to be in the new Godzilla vs. King Kong uh, movie coming out. Do you know much about this new Joker movie coming out? Is it the same guy who played Joker? Is it a... Uh, uh, it's it's a one-off. It's not a it's not a continuation of anything. It's a it's a new spin. There is no lore attached to it. There's fragments of what somebody wanted to do a Joker movie of. Okay. That's what I've heard. Like, I've literally, there was an article out where the director was like, talk, some fan was like, you need to resource the material on fucking the Joker. And he was like, yeah, you might want to skip this one. (laughs) (laughs) So I would, uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect anything with this. Uh, It could be good. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm just saying. Um, Did you notice some of the marketing on this, by the way, real quick? I just wanted to mention some of the marketing on this film has been pretty funny. You know, since it's actually coming out the same time as Toy Story 4. Which is also like the kids named Andy. I never made this connection before, but the kids named Andy and the toys come to life. It's 
what the fuck? Do you think right. he was like inspired? I uh, you know maybe it was just a just a the coincidence, yeah. a quinky dink, quinky dink a dink. Yeah, but I think it's been pretty funny. They've been showing like Chucky like melting fucking like. The, the creatures over fires and like like just fucking crazy shit and then some artists even did a rendition of Chucky getting fucked with by the remaining survivors of the Toy Story universe. Do you know there's a Chucky Yule log? Oh it, yes, I use actually I watch it every year for the past three years. Oh now. yeah, Does yeah. <laughs> we put it on in the background. Actually, it's funny. There was also a Disney thing, by the way, that they put out this like word cross puzzle, and it was like, look where. Well, your best friend is always going to be the first line. And it says Woody at the top, but at the <laughs> bottom right, it says Chucky. Oh, really? So it's almost like they're like, I don't know, it's weird. Because Disney's like sue happy. You know what I mean? Right. Like they want to sue kids who fucking draw fucking art and put it up. They're like, nope, that's not a, that's not a, that's an illegal transaction on the internet. You need to put that back up or we're going to sue you $8 million. Nintendo's the same way. Like they just spit in a child's face and kick it in the head. <laughs> Fuck you and your childhood. Fuck out of here. Uh, anyway, so what are your thoughts on this film? I am literally dying. I am dying and decaying over here slowly. Slowly. Oh, yeah. Aren't we all slowly yeah. dying? Pla- Sylvia Platt. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, this was actually one of the first horror movies I ever saw. Uh, my dad showed me this. Well, this one, not this one, the original, 1988. Right. Exactly. The original Chucky was one of the first Chucky movies I ever saw. My dad showed me this at a very young age of eight. and Like uh, all parents. Right. And uh, we had just moved into a new house. And I remember the next day, like, I went out to the garage to get one of some of my toys out of there, out of a box somewhere. And I remember looking over my Teddy Rubskin. You remember who? You remember yeah, Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy, is it Teddy Ruxpin? I don't remember, but Ruxpin maybe. Maybe, um, maybe oh, the Sam boot got. Sorry, to me yeah, I know. So I remember looking over, and it was just a whole big box of stuffed animals, and he was laying on the top, and I looked over at him, and his fucking eyes opened. I shit you not, they opened, and his mouth opened, and I, I and I fucking just had enough. I ran out. And later the next day, I opened the garage. I took that little bastard by the feet and fucking curb checked him, <laughs> threw him away. <laughs> Never to see him again. <laughs> Wait, you put his teeth on the sidewalk? Like, oh, yeah, I made him bite the curb. Like some American oh, fucking... Yeah. What is like it American History X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That bitch was never seen again. Jesus. <laughs> and ever since then, I've always had like this weird thing about dolls. Like I just Because don't. of that movie, huh? Yeah. That's that interesting. Dolls that. just freak me out. Yeah. And this being, like I said, one of my favorite horror movies. Right, because that that one came out on Netflix, surprisingly, first, before it actually hit VOD, didn't it? It was, Uh, like, free or something, and it, like... Maybe. It was, like, the edited version on Netflix. Probably it was the edited version. They do a lot of edited shit. That's right, because I refused to watch it, because I wanted to see the unrated. unrated. And I'll tell you this, if you guys... (laughs) This is way off balance, but if you guys like anime, do not watch them on Netflix. They do edit the shit out of them. Really? They do. Dude, Netflix. Right. Netflix. <laughs> we, but, need, we need to see our anime titties. Come right. on. I'm just kidding. I don't really care. I really don't care. <laughs> but let me just tell you, my initial reaction is walking into the theater. For I, which? I, the one that just came out. Nine, or 2019. 2019. <laughs> Ugh, the Sambuk, man. So, yeah. my I was overjoyed. I I I liked it. You really liked it, huh? I did. I did like it, huh? I was like, I was like, I hope he hates it because then we could like hate each other. <laughs> no, I I really did enjoy it. I had it was a good ride. Okay, and it was actually refreshing because usually when I see a movie at that the Tempe 
uh, AMC or whatever. Oh, you went down to Centerpoint? Yeah. Okay. Usually there's somebody always got to voice their opinion at the end of it, and it's always a negative one. Right. But it seemed like everybody had a great time. It's interesting because our audience seemed like they hated it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and what was surprising to me that there was like a six-year-old girl there with her mother. Of course. Watch. I was like, really? <laughs> Passing the buck. Passing right. the buck. But no, I uh, I really did enjoy it. Um, I, I went in there without watching the uh, original before I went to go watch the new right, one. Right, because I hit I him up. Wanna, I didn't want to. I know you hit me up and you're like, maybe you should watch that before he you. He was all snarky with me, too. He was like, oh, well, I'll try. I'll, I was in the middle of the Cubs game, all right? <laughs> Don't fuck with my baseball. It, it's true. That's very true. <laughs> It is very true. I made him miss a fucking World Series. He did. And he, I don't think he still grasped the, the gravity of that. I don't have to know the gravitas of that situation. <laughs> right. But I, I was overjoyed. I, I did enjoy the film. I thought it, it was, I, I said this last time, but this film was extremely, to me anyways, evenly paced. Okay. There was no points where I was like, can we get to it? Can we keep, you know, moving here? So I thought that Seth Smith and uh, David Kensenberg, the exec uh, producers of this, okay, from it, it definitely had, resonated. It, it resonated so much. They must yeah. have had a huge hand in the production aspects of this film. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the writer, uh, maybe not, but I think yeah, they were more liberal with letting them do what they wanted, right? Because it seems. I mean, it chapter one is just a cuss fest with children. So, and this is kind of in the same vein because that's how kids are, right? And it, 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 although it chapter one, man, they really raised the bar on that <laughs> motherfucker. Though, like, yeah. I'm like, I cussed a lot as a kid because we did our things around our parents that we didn't, you know, do in front of them, you know. But that was a lot. Like, you fuck shit, fuck, cunt, cunt shit, fuck, fuck. Like, calm down. Let's write some script here. Anyway, continue. Sorry. But yeah, I thought it was definitely a modern retelling of the story. Okay, and 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 it the the uh, who was the writer of the story again? Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. There's a lot of Smiths around here. <laughs> but yeah, Tyler Smith did an excellent job of making this a modern film. Okay. For this generation. Um, I know you're hoping that I hated it. and I, Well, it's not that I hope that you hated it. I was just curious. I thought, well, like, he's the ultra fan. Uh, he's the original fan. That is, you have a higher nostalgia factor than I do. Right. So I was curious. I thought maybe you would not like it. You know... Because this movie's really, you know, divided people. When I first saw Chucky in the new look, like, it was different than the the poster art that I saw online about Mm -hmm. this film. So it kind of took me back a little bit, and it took me a little bit. It took me about, like, at least the first 20 minutes of the film to kind of, like... But you let go. I let go of that, because they did a lot of interesting stuff with it. And I thought they, with what they did with it, they went the right way. What do you think the genre of this film is? Like, if you had to pick three genres or two genres. I would say sci-fi, thriller, horror. I mean, yeah, I could see the sci-fi, but I wouldn't put that first. I'd probably put that on the end. Right, so maybe, like, thriller, horror, so sci-fi. You, so you didn't see the comedy element in this? It was definitely... No, there was. it was definitely a lot of okay. big laughs in the film. Like, there was... Yeah, a lot of laughs. I have some thoughts. That's why yeah. I asked. <laughs> of course you do. But... Like I said, I thought the cinematography, like, I'm a sucker for cinematography, as you know. Yeah, I agree. It was, like, the color palettes and the yeah. the, the shots that they took were just fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Mark Hamill doing the voice, like, in the progression of, like, you know, nice guy to 
I'm gonna fucking kill you. Right. <laughs> like it, it it just shows a a beautiful transition between those two. Um I really don't have much else to say without spoiling anything. Yeah, it's hard. It's a little hard. I mean, I got a lot to say, so that's wrong, but <laughs> I like wrote this whole fucking piece. Like, did you? you yeah, like, no, uh, I write it down every time because I know my mind is like a fucking like child a chasing a ball. Uh-huh. Like, it's just like, oh, it's a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, dude. I'm fucking ADD. No, Come I on. am too, and I probably should have took better notes than I did. My my idea of a party is snorting Ritalin, okay? Like that's the party right there. That's a normal party. That's a matter all. Yeah, that's a that's an average day. Uh, but yeah, if if you're on the fence about seeing this, uh, whether good or bad, I would say just go see it anyways. Don't yeah, be it's one worth of the those risk. assholes that just is taking a stance. Okay, just let go of your preconceived notions and go see this film. Uh, and if you can't find any joy in this film, maybe you are just an asshole. And maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's I, just like assholes and I, opinions. We all have them. I can see, you know, every side of this aspect and I'm trying to be fair about it. So, I, you know, like I have my opinions on. I really tried to distance the two. Like I wasn't trying to compare it to the original because it's right. never going to be as good as the original well, film. The, the natural tendency is always going to be to, to compare it. Like right. regardless of expectations or not, those expectations are always there because there already was one. Regardless of how hard you try, it's always there, right? So, well, it's it's the same way I went into it. Like I didn't go watch the original it before I went to go watch this one to compare the Pennywises. I just I did. wanted to go for the ride. Yeah. Okay. And what would you give it a score of? I definitely would give it an eight point five. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Coming in strong. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. So like I'm I'm, 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 I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that because I was like, have this weird theory in my head, you know, about people who were ultra fans of the original was source there, material. Was there a little whole plot? I mean, holes in the plot? Yes. Uh, there okay. was some. I mean, some stuff didn't make sense, but I can't get into that without spoiling anything. Okay. Well, for me, so guys, just to, just to, just to be straight up with you, run off the fucking bat before I get into my fucking piece. Uh, I just want to say one, I will not pander to anyone. And that's I don't good. care. And that's why I said you're a great reviewer when it comes to reviewing films. I, I don't repander to everyone. I don't hold it against anybody. Usually. I've never seen BTV ever do any kind of I, fucking clickbait. I'll I will. I will get passionate about some things. But, oh, yeah. But I will not pander to the larger majority. Uh, when it comes to film especially like i either like it or i don't and i'm only going to tell you what i think from what i feel you right. know what i mean we're not about clickbait here right all right some and just to let you guys know my opinions change as time goes on sometimes you know like throughout the years things change you you get older you sometimes you like mustard and then some days 10 years later you're like ooh that shit's garbage <laughs> It's just the way it is, you know? I have been watching a lot of weird, shitty cinema, and I have found a sort of uh, niche love for... That sweet spot? Yeah, like, it's it's really strange, and I'll explain it. So first, to give you guys an idea, like, what I thought about this movie leading up to its release, I watched the last movie, which was The Cult of Chucky, which, you know, we talked about, and I really actually enjoyed quite a bit. Did you like it, by the way? I don't know. Uh, yes and no. I feel like if you like this new one, you should be able to like this old that cult of Chucky. I I think I need to rewatch it because it has been about like 
maybe like you really uh, should four five years since okay. I watched it. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. But I really liked it, which you know we talked in depth about. It was gory. It was ridiculous. Um, you know, fast forward a little bit, we found out that they were going to be launching a new TV show from the same brood of Dom Mancini, who has been writing and directing for the entire franchise for the most part since the beginning of Chucky, since the beginning of Child's Play. And I was resold on the franchise after watching The Cult of Chucky again. Like, I kind of like, because I remember telling you years ago, like, it's not my favorite franchise. It's like just a notch above Halloween for me. Like, as Uh, far as... Have you changed your views on that? Yes. Like, it is, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely above uh, Halloween as a franchise as a whole. And don't get me wrong, Brad Dwarf is fucking chucky yeah no 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 no. and then that's that's cool that's cool like i totally agree like i i get it too but i i got resold on the whole franchise it kind of like made me appreciate it more after going through them all and i supposedly quote unquote got it you know what i mean (laughs) like i'm like okay now i remember why these were fun for me you know because it had been a while Mm. you know so then a little blip hit the news later on about there being a reboot in the works and it was not going to have a voodoo enhanced like serial killer and nor was it going to have Brad Dorif or even Don Mancini attached to it, which was like, whoa, wait, what? Right. So a lot of the original people like had some pretty heavy things to say online about the matter saying that they knew that the TV show was coming out and that it was an intentional move to kind of spit in the faces of Don Mancini and everyone who had rebuilt it because the cult of Chucky. Which, you know, to be fair, I don't necessarily disagree with it. You know what I mean? But they did sell the name, you know, Child's Play, and they sold the likeness and the name Chucky to Don Mancini to keep. That's why if you've watched movies like Freddy, Freddy Krueger, it's no longer Nightmare on Elm Street. It's just... Freddy, whatever, you know what I mean? Same thing with Jason, like with Jason X. Exactly, same thing. And that's in fucking, you know, tied up in a bunch of bullshit too. But, you know, it was all about the likeness, essentially, with the Chucky thing. So they Mm kind of had to, like, work with that. But let's just say some people feel that they never gave Don the funding he should have gotten from the executives on his movies going forward. And so he kind of had to fight with them about, you know, getting money here and there from people. And so a lot of people took that as a a thing. But anyways, back on point. I was not that happy about the new reboot when I heard what the fuck it was going to be about. Literally, I was like, oh, I remember AI doll goes haywire. Really was like, fuck, no, I don't mind Supernatural. Why does everybody have to make everything so realistic? Fuck you. Like I was getting kind of mad. Well, we live in a digital age and that's why I kind of sure. I agree. I thought that that was a little too easy to kill off. Like, okay, so Chucky can just be killed because he's an electronic. So if I just sever one fucking little tiny wire, he's out of commission. Not necessarily, dude. Right. And we don't want to spoil anything. We don't know what the rules of supernatural shit is because there is no real rules. (laughs) Right. There's no guidelines. Right. There's not like a book. Like in Beetlejuice. Where I they, mean, there you know, are books, but they don't, they're all different. So right, it's like there's right. no real like rhyme or reason. Like whereas technology is like if this shit isn't plugged in, it doesn't work. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's kind of shitty. But then I hear that Mark Hamill is attached to the voice of Chucky. And that's when I go, 
fuck. <laughs> now I can't hate it because he's fucking amazing, which I thought was a super superior fucking move from the execs to get the favor back from some of the fans, if you ask me. Right. And Did even you- even Don Mancini himself said that that was a good move. Right. And do you know that wasn't the only time that he had voiced Chucky? No, yes, I was going to say that next, actually. He actually did it in the... Robot Chicken. Yes, it was an episode called... Plastic Buffet, I believe. Yes, that's the one. Why are you gonna cut? Why are you gonna steal my thunder, Patrick? I'm just trying to contribute. Well, man. of course, but <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, so maybe you know, I thought to myself, so maybe this could be a good thing. I took off my boycott cuffs and I said, "All right, I'll bite." So today I watched it. Yeah, and I know I'm long-winded on things, guys, but that's just how I am. I'm just I like to explain things because I take great interest in why I feel the way I do and why others people like why other people react to things or hate things or dislike things because I take that's just me. Like we were saying, like these days, there is no gray area anymore. No, and it is interesting to me why. Certain things happen, and I am actually very interested in technology. I'm also interested in the effects of social media and like technology on the aspects of the brain. Uh, if you think about like how like animals react to certain things, because like like cats are afraid of fucking goddamn cucumbers, right? <laughs> why the f- why would they be fucking scared of cucumbers? Because they think it's a snake, right? If they've never seen a snake, why would they react to a snake? It's basic instincts. It's, it is it's an instinct. So them. you just, it makes you wonder what is ingrained into our DNA from experience to make us feel that way. So, like, us getting used to technology in a lot of ways is kind of interesting. So, I went into this movie with pretty low expectations, hoping to be proven wrong about the film because I honestly want to be proven wrong about the movie after all. You know, nothing wrong with trying to have an opinion and see and hoping that you're like wrong about everything. Um, which, you know, we should hope for that, I think, in each movie that we watch. You know what I mean? Like, you really should really give it a good college I, yeah, try. Just let go of your preconceived notions of anything. And, and I just did. enjoy the ride. I totally did. And I actually had a kind of lower expectations because of it. And uh, I kind of liked it. I actually liked it a lot. And the more and more uh, I've thought about it since I left the theater, the more buddy. and more I've actually really enjoyed it right and i'm almost considering going to see it again now i know some of you out there who hated this movie for whatever reason it is we got to do it i want to see it again i know some of you guys are going to be freaking out about that (laughs) (laughs) like i know some of you are like you think that everybody has to be the same or that is they're not valid individuals but we all have different reasons why we like things i know some of you probably got your blood boiling or some of you're probably like high-fiving me right now just because you know i think a lot of people right now they're they're so divided that they're out there scouring the internet for people that agree with their opinions or you know what i mean so they're like oh fuck these guys i'm done with them or oh like, you liked it cool you're awesome right or <laughs> if if you like it then you you're spitting in the face of the original creator right which i don't agree with by any means either do i you know uh i've seen a few reviews out some of them one of them in particular said their headline was like ridiculously fun and honestly i don't think that's wrong i think it is ridiculously fun in the sort of so bad it's good way you know what i mean like yeah yeah you know like i know i know you guys know i love bad films and when you know especially when they entertain me like it doesn't matter if it's like perfect 
But if it entertains me in some degree and I laugh, even if it's not supposed to be a joke, like I'm all about that shit. Like I don't give a fuck. So, you know, some can be bad. It's not worth watching again. And some are really funny for no reason. And it's to me, this I thought was funny. So I have I have a little bit of an experience with, you know, good and bad films or so bad it's good films. And I can kind of weigh them, weigh the cheese properly, so to speak. And I, you know, there's there's like the category of so bad it's good. There's like a subcategory. It's like superior cheese. <laughs> and then there's like this is brie. Right. right. And then this is there's Framunda cheese, which is like <laughs> the bottom barrel shit. We you like to I mean? call that duck butter. <laughs> <laughs> but this to me leans in the superior cheese kind of way. I think it's aware of itself more than I think people realize that it is. Because uh, I've heard some people say this is supposed to be taken seriously, and I don't, I don't think that it is. I don't think I think it is in some aspects, but I'll get into that more. Personally, I think they should have made this a movie on its own and didn't borrow from the franchise or the name at all. It is, it totally makes sense why they did. I don't think it was a bad move necessarily. I get why they did it, but I can almost guarantee you that if they had just made a movie about, I don't know, fucking Tommy Doll. Or Teddy Bear or whatever the fuck. You know, people would have loved it. But then you attach childhood nostalgia to a film with Chucky and Child's Play. And, you know, that doesn't really take it. If you if you look at this movie and you see that it doesn't take the lore necessarily as seriously, it might offend some people. And some people might even call it war. You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So... Then you, you will... I think if you don't take it too seriously, then you'll definitely enjoy the film but if you do take the lore seriously and prefer it that way you're gonna have problems yeah so i think that if they would have just been like done some sort of teddy fucking rock spin version like you were saying you know right like which it could have been even better i mean i don't know but but you know what would have happened though everybody would have been like oh this is someone trying to rip off child's play yep yeah so it's like you can't win you can't fucking win dude Anyway, it's okay, though. It's okay that people don't like it, though. Right. But, like, this is the first film I ever saw. Maybe it was a crowd I was with because, I like, the entire audience that I was watching the movie with were college students. Okay. And they all loved it. It wasn't like when I went to go see Han Solo and this girl stands up at the end. Oh, that was predictable. Well, and that's the thing, though, dude. Personally, when I watched this movie, I thought to myself, well, you can't watch this movie and think it's serious. Right. Like, seriously, I, I that's how I felt. I was like, okay, it's so far-fetched. There's a lot of loose connections. Yep. Literally. Uh-huh. Like, like <laughs> Wi-Fi yep. or other. Um, it's so far-fetched that a lot of the moments made me roll my eyes, kind of, but also laugh at the same time. Um, because like, you know, wait, what the fuck really still the odd thing about this film is that it has a lot to, to not like about it, but it also has a lot of really great stuff to it too. I was never bored. Right. Uh, the doll kind of looks like shit. If you're like comparing it to older Chucky's, I mean, I remember people getting so upset about the fucking, um, the one before the cult of Chucky, uh, the curse of Chucky Which and how I the didn't. face was all like weird yeah. and bend weird. Like pe- I totally get it. I totally get yeah, it. Me too. 
And this one does look kind of like an alien. Like, if you think about it. It looks super, yeah, a little but, weird. But the the weird thing is, is that after a while, it, it just kind of, it grew on me and yeah. I was okay with it. It didn't bother me. The good thing about the choices they made in this film for me was that you actually get to see the bonding between Chucky and Andy. Right. Yeah. And I don't want to get into that because it's very spoilerific, but how it evolves is very interesting, which is something you never get to see in any of the films. That, in some odd way, added some sort of depth to the movie and, dare I say, feelings? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which oh, is, yeah. Which is yeah. an interesting uh, mechanic to fucking deal with in this kind of franchise. Which and is th- a hot topic right now, AI. I, I think it was really a, a, a good step. It wasn't a misstep, which is really fucking weird for me. By the end of the movie, you're going to be like, okay, this is a fucking ridiculous comedy right now. Like, this is... There was moments in this film where I was like, okay, this is like a 90s fucking straight-to-video fucking crazy fucking shit right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, what the fuck? Tonally, I think a lot of people are going to be confused by this because they mix that depth in there with that comedy that's like mm. a little ridiculous. Uh, but I think if you can grab onto that like sort of humor, you'll get it. It's not, you know, the most it's not what they say that's funny. It's more situational and like awkward. I don't know how to explain it. But there was times that I actually felt for fucking Chucky. Oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself like, OK, that's weird. Like, I've never felt that emotion before with this thing. So I appreciated that. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, the end of the movie does, like I said, go off the rails. So it, you know, expect some fucking straight to video weird shit going on there. Uh, But I think it was like separate enough from the original that just the whole movie in general that it's like almost like an alternative universe. Exactly. Like they do in the comic books all the fucking time. Exactly what I was thinking. So it's like, you know, like... I didn't take it so personally. And that's kind of like why I said, like, I didn't want to watch Chucky before I went to go watch this film. I wanted to keep those two universes separate. I wanted to go in without any kind of preconceived notion right. of what it should be. Right. And let it be whatever it was going to be. People who are, like, really big fans of the lore are might have a real big issue with this. Um, they may just get really upset by it but that's okay that's there's nothing wrong if you didn't like this film just it, it totally makes sense because everybody likes the shit for whatever reason it may not work for them with this shit but it did for me and to be honest we're old fucks these days right well i'm and 36 times, how old are you now yeah the times they are changing you want to talk about old i know that fucking term uh the times they are changing and we have to play catch up a little bit because things are different you know what i mean but i think this one had a lot of spirit to it so i i laughed inappropriately at times i shouldn't have uh which were i don't even think they were intending people to laugh at because it was so silly at times um which i loved i so i was all about that uh the comedy it you know it had some spotty moments at times um but it kind of worked for me as well so i don't i i didn't mind detective mike who uh is played by Brian Tyree Henry. I know some people had an issue with him in some of the reviews I was talking about. I was like, I didn't have any problem with him. I don't well, really understand. It's not like his part was huge in the film. I mean, I mean he was in the original, so I could see why right. people might have a little bit of an issue. But I liked him. I thought Gabriel Bateman, who plays Andy, was a really good choice, in my opinion. I thought he did a great job for a kid actor. That was fucking bomb work. So kudos to you. Uh, Aubrey did a, a, at times feel a little spotty interacting. It was hard for me to kind of feel like if she was like a real mom or not, or just like placed in there, like 
I don't know, like fake or something. So, I mean, I had a little bit of mental thing with her a little bit there. So I can understand why people might not like her in this role, even if they like her. Um, the Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. Holy shit. I didn't mind it at all. There were times I completely forgot that it was him. I would say that's probably one of the best things to say about it. Uh, a voice actor is that you weren't even thinking about somebody like if he's such a big name that everybody knows who the fuck Mark Hamill is. He's Luke Skywalker. If I can like listen to the character and focus only on the character, that means he did a really good job. Right. And that's why he's the king of voiceover, dude. Right. Like, you can't tell. I absolutely agree. And, 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 you know, if it stood out too much where I was only focusing on on Hamill, then it would have been a bad thing, I think. So, mm. but so he did a great job. He sings. He's endearing. He's wondrous. He, he really played the doll right, in my opinion. Um, at least the best one could ever expect from somebody rebooting or re- remaking Chucky. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I would have been hard pressed to find anybody else that you would feel sympathetic for to do the voice of Chucky. Right. So um, the story is a bit, a little bit all over the place sometimes, but at no time, like I said, was I not interested, you know, knowing that the writer is actually going to be working on Kung Fury two makes perfect sense. Oh yeah. As to why this film is, is silly and kind of campy uh, and, and just like over the top a little bit. Um, I felt like the movie went a little too fast at times, but I was engaged the whole time. So perhaps if they would have given us more, it might have like pushed me too far one way or the other. Yeah. It might have been too much. And I, I would have been like, I totally agree. With so that. I think it was just just the right amount. I think they did. They knew where to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. So because that end really felt like pure straight to video. I keep saying that, but it really did. Like, it reminded me of, like, silliness, like, real silliness. But we'll get into that in the spoilers. But honestly, the story feels like it's taking place, like, 15 years into the future because it's technology that we're not even in right now. I wouldn't even say 15, dude. Maybe five, six tops. No, fuck no. We don't have fucking animatronic dolls that are gone commercial in five years. There's no way. Think about that. Like, in everybody's home. Probably not. At maybe a, at a price that's affordable. 10. No, I think sixteen 10. years minimum. Minimum. But All yeah, right. it just felt very futuristic to me, technologically speaking. But you know, it definitely tries to prey on your your comfort with electronics, which is pretty obvious in the trailer, even. So I don't think it's a it's a bad thing, but it does feel a little familiar, too familiar, I would say. But you know, technology is a real thing and it, it can kind of be unsettling as we kind of like slowly reach closer and closer to the inevitability of AI taking over the world because that's always a fear in our minds, even fucking, you know, all the top speakers on it. Um, I don't know. It, it's probably been done like a hundred times before in different ways. So it may be a little too familiar for some people, but you know, technology unchecked will inevitably inevitably be our end probably so friend to the end get it technology (laughs) like i feel the connection there uh plus there's a lot of gore and the gore is really good i really enjoyed the gore i felt like it was it was like a mix of like cult of chucky gore mixed with like a more mainstream thing so they did it right i thought it was funny at times and like appropriate for the film um but to sum it all up i know we've gone an hour in almost but it's a ridiculous 
ridiculous film. It's either going to offend you or delight you with its ridiculousness. That's essentially what I feel. It's not Child's Play, the original, or anything close to the original's magic. No. Some might even call it like a spoof. I would not object to people calling it that. Like, I would get it. Right. Oh, yeah. Because they're looking for that caliber. But if you love the original lore and think that they should never stray, you probably hate this film for the most part. So you might want to skip it. Or you just need to separate your expectations and let them take you on a ride in this film. Uh, Killer doll movies, in my opinion, are pretty ridiculous anyway. So they're almost B-grade anyway, no matter how much money you throw behind it. Right. So, you know, I still think the original is a better film. This film, good or bad, I had fun with. So that can't be that bad for most average viewers, I think. I'd give it an 8. 8.5, 8.5, literally. Uh, really? For enjoyment, yeah. Like, see, no I told joke. you, every time we see a movie, I know how you Not every feel. time, Not, but I'm telling most you. Most of the time, we, we are on the same fucking track. I'm going to add it to my collection. I'm going to watch it again as soon as it comes out. I don't know if I'm going to watch it in the theater again. I'm kind of up in the air on that. But I, I'm ultimately more pleased than I thought I was going to be. And that always has some levity with me. Like, it really... I'm like surprised by it. And because I doubted it, I feel like a little bit more ownership of it, I guess, you know? So this movie's probably right with the general population of, of moviegoers that it's a six for most people. I think that's a really good average score for most people because it's a, it's like a two point variable. So some people might think it's a four, others will think it's an eight. So six is like, boom, right there for most average viewers. For me, it's an eight. And that has a lot to do with my own personal preference, my own personal humor, my own personal acceptance of having a reboot the way I see it. And I've always felt about fucking movies. The only movie that I would be highly offended by anything would probably be Videodrome if they redid it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably one of the movies I'd be like, yo, fuck you. Uh, No, 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 (laughs) no. But ultimately, we always have the original to fall back on, guys. So whether you liked it or not, you can always fall back on the originals, guys. Plus, we got a new TV show coming out by Don Mancini. So if you love the old Chucky and kind of liked where it evolved to, a lot of people didn't like where it evolved to. So, you know, maybe the TV show is not going to be that great. I hope it is. But we'll see, I guess, right? So, I mean, that's what I got to think about it. I know we really went into that, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) But, like, I really put a lot of thought into this because it's like, for one, it's never been my favorite franchise, horror franchise. So I realized rewatching it that I was like, okay, I maybe misjudged this a little bit more than I should have. It's just I hadn't seen it in a while, so it didn't have that impact on me. And I didn't have what you had, which was the childhood nostalgia attack to it, where you thought you were going to be killed by a doll. So, (laughs) but now I'm like paying my penance, motherfuckers. And I'm like, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, 10 Hail Marys and you're all good. Guys, if 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 you hate the film, it's cool. Let's get into the spoilers discussion and talk about that shit because I got a lot of fucking Easter eggs and shit that we could talk about in there and some of the things that we wanted to really talk about. Why don't we just go ahead and jump right into the spoilers section by sounding the alarm now.
All right, guys. So now we're back. We're in the spoiler section. What's the end? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't jump into the end, Patrick. Don't jump into the end. So uh, we have some trivia that we could actually go over first to kind of stimulate our brains in some of the scenes. Um, apparently, uh, Aubrey Plaza, first her first role is a mother. This is her first role as a mother. Yeah. And she stated at WonderCon in 2019 that she would relate, she could relate personally to the character of a young mother since she had a young mother growing up. And weren't they, she said something about like they would be the same age as they were portrayed in the movie. Uh, yeah, I think it was like, yeah, she said her, the difference with her son in the film is so similar to her age. I don't think she did a horrible job or anything, guys. I just, it was a little off-putting at times. Like I wasn't sure. And it's probably because I'm old. <laughs> And she's your, probably like 15 yeah, your years. Your opinion doesn't matter, Alex. Of apparently. course it doesn't matter. But I like talking about it, so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. <laughs> uh, also, the film uh, features uh, narrative material relating to Andy's father and Karen's husband. Um, those details were not in the original film. They showed it like a picture frame of him and his dad, remember? Right. When he was in the book and he was showing him all his artwork. He had a picture of his dad in there. Wasn't in the that family. from the deleted scenes, though? No, I'm talking about in this movie. Okay. When he was showing the doll, like, right. like who, what he did and what he likes to draw, there was a picture of him and his dad and his family in there mm. that they didn't cover in this movie. But they never covered it in the first one either, what happened to the Andy's dad. Well, there was a deleted scene from that movie that Oh, uh, yeah, explained. maybe. But yeah, apparently he died in a car crash. Right. In the original. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Brian Tyree, I also watched an interview with him on fucking, uh, it's not Jimmy Kimmel. What's the other one? The younger guy. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. On the Fallon show. He was on there and he was like talking about how his family would let him watch like shit that he shouldn't be watching at five or six years old. And they My did. Dad, yeah. Yeah. And then his, his parents took him to go see, um, Friday the 13th part six. Really? And even <laughs> like child's play, the original. Uh huh. And they're like, you like this, right? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> so, but he said that he, he remembered when he was a kid that um, everybody had those uh, My Buddy dolls. And, like, it was really popular. He's yeah. like, when that movie came out, they threw him, in the go- they threw him away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it made me think of you with your Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny to add. But he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, like, shit like that scares me, like, you know, watching movies like that. But he's like, when I heard that I could be a part of the Child's Play, the the reboot, he was like, I'm all about it. He's like, I'm down, dude. Let's do this. So why would you not be? I mean, if you were asked to be a part of this iconic series, of course you say yes. Right. But some people might argue that you shouldn't be a part of the problem. Bill Murray, if someone asks you if you're a god, you you say say yes. Yes. There is some like a lot of Easter eggs in this movie that we'll get into, so I won't bring up some of them. Yeah, I must have, I must have just like not even been looking for the Easter eggs because there's didn't... there's little Easter eggs, just little nods, little stuff. Like you'll see when I bring them up, but it they did say that it took about two or three people to operate the Chucky doll this time, which I believe there was like seven or eight on the original. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but that was like a lot of wire work. And these times they had like servos and stuff. They didn't have to try to make it like realistic this time because it was definitely an animatronic and it was definitely a robot. So it didn't have to be perfect like a human being would with Brad Dorff's character in the original. And I totally agree with that. Right. And that's kind of the reason why I kind of let go of that. 
Right, because it's so separate. Right. Right. So what did you, like, what are some spoiler thoughts you want to talk about? I, I really love that they showed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. It was like, and it was my favorite one. And I was like. Part two, yeah. yeah. And they showed some of the best scenes from it. They showed some of the best characters in it. And uh, some, and it was just, it was fun. It was yeah. just so fun, dude. Like I, 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 I thought just, they showed a lot of it too. Some people, yeah. I saw some people online that were like complaining about how it was chopped up because it wasn't in order. No, which, but I'm like, yeah, but maybe they did that because they didn't want to ruin it for everybody, and it was really just to get the point across that Chucky was seeing this shit mm-hmm. and learning from it. You play it on the radio. It was like, you know what it was? It was also a nod to like how our children perceive and 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 take in information mm. and how we should be accountable for our children. And what they watch rather than blaming it on the media for causing it to you know fuck up our kids oh that's that's a good point dude i'm just saying like no you made an the, excellent point the whole thing about the whole fucking chucky doll is that he becomes he's got the cuffs taken off so he learns and says things that he wants without having to worry about a fucking cuss filter any kind of like darkness filter he just can do what he wants so in a way he's like a child and I thought they did the whole the cat death scene tastefully. Oh, my God. Because you know how endearing cats are to me. That whole scene made me and Christina crack up. I know it sounds fucking dark. Right. No, it's a little dark. It is dark. But, like, we were like, we knew it was coming, of course, because they make it more than obvious. Oh, yeah. And then, but when you see his little hands around the little cat, <laughs> his little hands, his little hands, little chucky hands. Isn't that cute? <laughs> I was like, I was cracking up in the theater and I looked at Christina and I thought she was like going to be like, oh no. And she was laughing. We were crying. We were laughing so hard because it was just, it didn't look real. Right. But like anytime there's a cat in danger, I'm like, no, don't don't kill the cat. (laughs) Dude, that whole scene got really fucking dark, man. Oh, dude. The the whole part where like after the, the cat's death and everything. And like Chucky's in the corner and he's just replaying the yeah, sound bit. Yeah, dude, that's what I was talking about. Oh my god. Yeah, that was fucked like, up. Like, how could you go to sleep after that? Like, why would you? Okay, so so there is a little bit of a logic break here for those of you who hated the film. This will be a a jerk off piece for you. Um, like, yeah, why is he hiding all this stuff from his doll? Like, if the dolls... But I get it. Like, logically, they're like, they're never going to believe us that a doll's alive. But you could just be like, well, the AI's fucked up. Like, something... It's doing things it shouldn't be doing. Mom, can you just burn this doll alive? Because we're people are... They killed the cat. It's not like they're going to blame him. But they tried to spin that whole angle where Andy might be the killer. Right. And, and like, the kids that were kind of buying into that theory, I was like, right. dude, you saw the fucking doll. I mean... I, I, I honestly think that they didn't do a horrible job at that. And it was well, in the no, yeah. original movie, too. It could have been worse. It, it was could... in the original movie, too. Right. Because he was like, let me see your shoes, Andy. <laughs> what are you doing on the counter? Well, I don't know. Those those shoe prints that you see in the flower are about five inches smaller than mine. How about that? <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know if you're a fucking mathematician, but <laughs> I mean, size matters. Jesus. At this point, yes. Yeah, like we watched the original and I was like, come on, dude. Like, look at his shoes. Like, you're really a detective, man? Yeah, it's like, like really? half the size of his foot. 
Yeah. Yeah, like those are little doll shoes. <laughs> They're not fucking kid shoes, all right? Maybe baby shoes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like like that's not good. that's not legit. No. So, I mean, and that's something we could pick on in the original film even, so. Right. But yeah, when he was like No, well that just goes to show you no film is perfect and no one should go into a film thinking it is going to be. Right. I mean, that's pretty high expectations. Right. But anyway, uh that whole scene with the cat though, where he's playing back the cat screaming and shit, I was like, oh, that's that's really... That's fucked up. That's some dark shit yeah. right there. But even further back, when the movie opens up, they open up with the fucking... The, the, oh, the Taiwanese guy or whatever? Well, the commercial. They oh, show the commercial yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. And then they um, jump into the guy from... Uh, wasn't, I think it was Taiwan. No, no, it wasn't. It, wasn't? it was Vietnam. Okay. He was a it was a guy in a factory worker who uh, who was working in Vietnam and his boss comes up to him because he was dazing off because he'd probably been working like eighteen hours you know right. what I mean and he was looking at his little palm tree or whatever and like dreaming right just trying place. to like fucking have a mental break for a second right and uh, but which is all real shit dude like immediately when I saw that part and his boss come up to him yell at him and tell him he's fired after he finishes this doll I'm thinking to myself this totally reminds me of what it was like when Xbox 360 was made <laughs> like the red rings of death <laughs> right that that whole thing was because of that oh you think no it's it's, it's proven it's, that's a fact it's huh? a fact that's what Woo. that's what most fanboys don't know is that the company that that PlayStation and Xbox hired were being overworked and they sabotaged with some new solder that was supposed to be environmentally friendly. Well, let's be real. That X clamp they put on that heat sink was garbage. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. They were trying to use non-toxic chemical uh, solder or some shit, and it with like some sort of flux or whatever, and, yeah. it, and it came loose, and so that's why you got the ring of death. But anyway, it reminded me of that, and like how he sabotages the doll. Dude. But it, but like the way that they explain it away is kind of ridiculous because they're like, he's like. Oh, uh, violence uh, uh, protocol on. <laughs> like, wait, violence protocol? They who had the a fuck program this? Yeah, who the fuck <laughs> is programming violent dolls? Is this a military funded operation? We just let them loose. Can you imagine, like, if there was a sequel to this, too? But I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool that, like, like he kind of fucked with the doll, and it was kind of like a Russian roulette as to which kid was going to get the surprise. Right. Like, surprise! Your whole family's dead! <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I don't know. But, oh, my God, dude. But, yeah, like you were saying before, you really felt for Chucky in this film. It is weird. Like, the, the whole emotional factor that they had with Andy... Like, like, as soon as he got real friends, he was like, all right, Chucky, fuck you. I'm well, in out. the original movies, all it is is just Andy telling everybody what Chucky said to him. Yeah. In this, it's like right out in the open. It's like, hey, yo, fucking Chucky's playing chess with me. We're like fucking punching kids, stabbing fucking unicorns and shit together <laughs> and saying like fucking for Tupac and shit like that. Like, he's like like a cool thing. Like, all of a sudden, this is like the gateway drug. Like, oh, you're Chucky cusses? Right, like, because what the fuck? Andy in this movie is like socially inept and he doesn't know how to hang out with friends and chucky is that 
the you medium know, that kind of gets them to that point. Yeah, he's the segue into meeting friends. Yep. Because they're like, oh, you got one of those dolls? They're like, that's kind of cool, you know what I mean? And they teach it to say fucked up shit, like cuss and stuff, <laughs> right. which is totally what any kid would do. Oh, yeah. I mean, even with Teddy Ruxpin, we all wanted to fucking have Teddy Ruxpin say fucking fucked up shit. Like, well, we, yeah, there was people like, you know, putting their own cassette tapes in Teddy you Ruxpin. Can't, you couldn't. You had to drill a hole in order to do it. Right. You, you I remember people saying that did but they never did because he had to drill a hole like i never did but yeah like you said i heard of people trying to do that shit yeah and, and that would be cool if they didn't do that but you can always i always saw i always thought it. when people said that they did that i was like you're full of shit <laughs> yeah. like unless your dad had a drill and figured it out how to do it like you, you're full of shit but anyway yeah like i thought it was it was a it was interesting because they really there is a moment there where they really bond oh you yeah know? you feel the pain of him being alone not having any friends moving to a new town and you know like losing his father and that's pretty much the the catalyst for what made him want to be antisocial anyway because he was afraid of the world or whatever they didn't push on that real hard but i thought it was really unique like showing them kind of like being friends are we having fun yet yeah <laughs> are we having fun yet are we having fun yet hi andy sup <laughs> andy sup yeah, yeah. My name's Andy. Sup? Hi, Andy. Sup? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. You are my buddy. <laughs> you definitely do that too I, well. I, I'm, not, no, I'm not even doing it well. I have to hear it again before I can do it well. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like that. I thought it was really... It was a nice touch. It's weird because how campy this movie is that they added that kind of depth to it. Right. It's like kind of muddled and weird because usually campy movies are just campy. Like, all the way through. They don't have some, like, really deep moment. Yeah. Or some heartfelt... Well, yeah. Like you said, that one moment they had when they were breaking bottles together and they kind of hugged. I was like, oh Yeah, right? <laughs> well, there was, like, moments where the fucking Chucky was getting tortured. Yeah. When he was, like, that guy, the creepy fucking jerk-off dude that was working in the house, in the in the uh, building that they all lived. Which I thought was Jack Black at first. Everybody says that. I'm like, it's not Jack Black. It's not. I, I, I had to go home and, like, look at it. Even in the sure. trailer, when I saw that, I was like, that's not Jack Black. Like, they would have made a way bigger deal that Jack Black was in there if it was him. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I had to go home and double check because I didn't want to be like, Jack Black was in it. But no, it wasn't. Yeah. So every fat guy with a beard is fucking Jack Black. Wow, it, what a fucking guy. Like, no, his teeth look the same. Like, he... It had a beard, so it was hard to tell uh, from the, know. You know, his facial structure. But it, How it, dare you? It, you know what? He looked like Jack Black. <laughs> so suck a dick. But I thought it was like when he was like operating him, he's like, let's open you up and see what's wrong oh, in here. Oh, dude. And then he uses those same words later on. Uh-huh. Which I thought was like, there's something really dark about that and unsettling in a way. Like, it's this film wasn't that scary to me. Like, I didn't feel really scared. I just was like kind of unsettled by the like... Right. The way that he said things so casually. I will tell you, I was super loud when they passed the death death of the cat. When it actually killed that the the first person, which the, was the boyfriend, the, guy, the boyfriend. Like when well, his, him and the fucking creepy guy in the basement getting sawed and his leg off. Right. Those were the two kills. Those are the, of the movie. Well, no, there was also the guy dressed up like a. No, bunny I'm just doll. saying those are the two big kills. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, there's eight deaths. I think in the I movie. will say like those deaths were extreme and they were awesome. Right. Well, because like you brought up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing when they kill 
the father, they t- Chucky takes his face off like Leatherface in Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah. And then holds and puts it on a fucking watermelon to, <laughs> to show Andy that he loves him and he's his friend to the end, which is fucking disturbing. Oh, yeah. But, but also hilarious. Yeah. So when the guy, you when he goes home and you find out this dude that's been dating Andy's mom is, is married. fucking married right. with kids. And he's like taking the lights off the house for Christmas or whatever because it's probably like you know three months ahead of time and he's yeah, still he's got the fucking about Christmas it. lights on. When his legs broke after he fell off the ladder, I fucking was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, yeah, that leg break was pretty bad. I was the loudest person in the theater. I was like, "Holy shit!" And then I felt like a dick because I was so like, "Oh!" <laughs> but then I was all right because there was a bunch of dicks in that theater because I went opening night. And they're yeah. all talking. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went last night. Yeah. Uh, well, we're recording this on Friday, by the way, guys, just for reference. But, yeah, he went Thursday night. I was like, fuck, no, I'm going Friday morning. And now I see why yeah. he go in the morning. Yeah. Because it just it's just easier to really kind of focus on the Although movie. Although I am glad that I went to that one. And, I mean, the, the talking kind of pissed me off. But I, it, it gave me a sense of what other people felt about the movie. And I'm glad that I didn't really hear any negative things about it i'm glad that people enjoyed themselves because i enjoyed myself it's weird because i get like i've heard people talk about the audience and like all their reviews and like what they thought and it seems like some of their eh, like how they audience vibed with them was important to their review oh yeah yeah it's which is really weird but everybody said something different like i've heard people say oh the people in the audience seemed really upset or they were really happy about it and it's like everybody that i've seen the reviews of because i was just curious before I went and saw it. Yeah. And I was like, why am I watching this? I shouldn't watch this, but I was just so anxious to see like what it was going to be like, you know what I mean? But without spoiling it, thank God it didn't get spoiled for me. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, uh, what was else? What was some other stuff in there? There was, um, dude, the buddy 2.0, they had fucking teddy bears and it yeah. like literally sent chills up my back when for I teddy saw Ruxpin, Yeah, yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, I thought that was cool. I thought that was a nice addition. It was addition. cool, but it like like that's why I thought it was cool because it 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 really resonated with me. Yeah, and I think that's probably why they did it. Yeah. Well, no, they definitely did. Like like it's it's supposed to. It, it is definitely playing on the eighties. Oh yeah, a lot because there are a lot of Easter eggs, and I actually think we should go over some of them right now. All right, let's do it. Um, so I wrote most of the ones that I know down. I'm sure there's more guys. So if you guys have any more that you want to share. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's nods to the original film. I kind of excluded those. But anything that was, like, out of the ordinary that was in the film, like, you know, there's little stuff that I didn't skip. Like, they had, like, posters in Andy's room that was, like, killer clowns from outer space. Or well, maybe it wasn't Andy's room. It was the kids, uh, the the younger kids that he... Oh, the, the, his friends that he hung yeah, out with. What they was had it? a Puck? killer clowns, and I think it was Return of the Living Dead or something like that on the wall. Um, but I only knew, knew about that because I saw it in another review. And that is such a nod to the 80s because the 80s is just like so known for doing that. Right. And there was, there was one that was pretty obvious, but I don't know why they chose to say the name. So like when Andy first meets Chucky, he's like, he's like, hi, what's your name? And it was like, oh, hi, my name's Andy Sup. You know, he's like, hi, Andy Sup. What's my name? <laughs> what do you want to name me or something like that? And he's like, uh, Han Solo. <laughs> I do it. I, I love that. I, I, I don't, I mean, I get it. Like, why didn't he just make a Luke Skywalker joke? It's weird, right? 
Yeah, I guess. But I guess that might have been just a little too on the nose as Maybe, well. Maybe, yeah. They wanted to just, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed weird. I, I thought, I, I obviously recognized it. You know? I did enjoy that they did make a Star Wars reference in right, it. Right, like, like they did in, De- in The Dead Don't Die. Right. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 where they... He cuts off the face of uh, Andy's mother's uh, boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do have the glowing finger of Chucky in the movie. So, like, that's how he controls. Um, Which is so ET. All the ca- <laughs> what is it called? Caspin or Caplin? Ka- Caplin, I think. Or no, it's something else. It's Caspin or something. Capson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Capson. Whatever. It's the the company that made Chucky also makes like thousands of electronic devices and he connects to those fucking toys and devices and stuff by glowing his finger, which is totally ET. Right. Yeah. And not only that, if you notice, and I didn't think about this uh, until after that, he actually, uh, cause I looked up ET and I was like, Oh shit. I was like, yeah, that is, I mean, like I was just looking at ET pictures just because he actually wears a red hoodie too. In, oh, yeah, in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got his hood on. In ET, he's wearing a red hoodie. Like that's the. the I didn't. I didn't even notice that. Right, because I was like, dude, that finger is totally a nod to the '80s with ET <laughs> and shit. Uh, also, there was a toy police car in the end scene. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. And I was like, oh, that's RoboCop. Like, oh, yeah. That was an easy one. But I almost forgot it. Like, I was like, oh, shit, what was that one that was on the ground? Christina was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, no, there was there was a fucking nod. And I can't think of it. <laughs> so, um, Which that reboot was complete garbage. But. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I own it because it was a dollar. Right. <laughs> I did enjoy Michael Keaton. I'd that buy film. that for a dollar. <laughs> Those are pretty much all of the the Easter eggs, by the way, guys. So there may be more. There may be more if you guys know them, like fucking sound off, because I would love to hear about it. But there is some legitimately like, like oddly placed ideas that have been used in other movies. Like they did the whole like wrapping the head or the the face of the fucking X. Oh. <laughs> And put it on an, it was on a watermelon. Chucky put it on a watermelon and somehow dragged it back with his like two pound body back to fucking Andy's house and somehow got inside, by the way. <laughs> totally like reasonable breaking of like logic. And who the fuck has a watermelon patch? I, yeah, I thought the same thing. And they even made that kind of bad, tasteful joke. Right. Where Detective Mike's all like, white man died in a watermelon patch. Hell, apropos. <laughs> still what a fucking way to die you know like oh, what the fuck i was like oh that's bad like, that's kind of bad but you know? I, I thought it was so bad that it was good right well, again that's the theme of this movie yeah it's so bad it's good but them wrapping the like this is the weirdest thing in the movie to me is that that they that andy is letting his doll get away with all of this that's a little logic breaking isn't it oh yeah for sure you know what i mean like I totally can understand where someone who's like with reasonable logic is like, oh, come on, dude. Nobody's going to stick up for a doll. How weird was it when it was that the superintendent was like sniffing the Chucky doll? Yeah, that was a really creepy moment. That was so pedo. It was. But before we get into that, like just the whole wrapping, they wrapped the watermelon face with the wrapper that 
that Chucky came in. And then he has to go over to the neighbor's house because he made up this lie that is a package that it was, was a, a gift. present, yeah, for her helping him on his yeah homework. from Detective Mike's mom for helping him with his homework. She's like, "Cool, let's take it over." And I was like, "Oh man!" Like you know, ultimately it's so stupid, but like I was like, "Oh fuck, how's he gonna get out of this?" Right. It did build that tension. It really did. Like even though it was stupid, right? It was like, and it's so derived. Like it is such a derived little thing that they put in there it was still kind of funny yeah like that's that's why i'm saying like this movie does not take itself seriously because i think it's it's really kind of like making fun of itself in a lot of ways which it could be very offensive to some people you know what i mean like yeah. you don't take this seriously what the fuck this is jockey i'm like have you seen where the franchise went like seriously <laughs> no se- yeah for sure oh dude how about that scene about the the opening for the the buddy 2.0 oh the reopening of buddy 2 yeah. yeah yeah oh my god the guy in the suit oh, yeah. just before this guy goes out and when they the reveal the buddy 2 he gets stabbed in the neck by chucky right and he goes, and he, he goes out to the child right right and he falls down <laughs> on his knees and they're like oh he's gonna say something sweet to the little girl and she's so excited and he takes off his freaking his mask and just like blood just spurts out of his neck all over this little child's face. <laughs> yeah, we, we were fucking rolling. And nobody in the theater was laughing at that point. Like, like why not? So I can see, like I said, I can see why people be upset with the, the fact that this has now become some sort of comedy. But like I said, the last half of Chucky of the franchise has been nothing but jokes. Yeah. For Come sure. on, yeah. like even like get over yourself. From probably some like three or four on, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's where it got like really silly. So, but that shit was you don't see that in most movies. No, you don't. She got sprayed like dude. bad. That was like <laughs> Evil Dead blood. Oh, and the other thing that we wanted to bring out too is that the very uh, the whole thing. Like, do you think he survived? Because you know they show the the doll at the end of the movie. It would be great if he did survive, and that he's in the next movie. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I don't mean. Oh, that guy did survive, but I'm talking about Chucky. But do you think he survived after the drone hit him in the chest, dude? That drone thing was ridiculous, dude. Like when it was chopping people's necks and stuff. Oh yeah. Like I was like, oh my god, this is so bad, dude. Like, <laughs> But it was good. It was so it, bad. It was good. It really was. But that that's the thing, though. Like, so, like, Chucky goes to attack Andy and has his mom all tied up and everything like that. And then they, like, uh, like they have this fight, you know. And then fucking Mike shoots him and says, this is the end. You know, and it's like, okay, that's kind of a throwback to the original yeah. film. But I, I, I think I prefer the little kid. You know, Andy from the original film who's saying, this is the end, friend. <laughs> right. A oh, little yeah. bit more, but still, it was kind of cool because I always hated that he said friend at the end. Yeah. Like, it should just be like, this is the end. But they and- wanted to rhyme with it or something. But anyway, yeah, like, after they kill Chucky and stuff, like, he has Wi-Fi'd his way or Bluetooth or whatever the fuck it is that he's using in the technology to fucking take over all these dolls. He's even taken over that car where the fucking Mike's uh, detective Mike's mom dies. Yeah. Or she gets killed or whatever, which was interesting with the whole like driverless cars. You know what I mean? Like she was all like, oh, we are fancy, you know, like like we fancy. (laughs) But anyway, like he's like 
taking over the Buddy 2 dolls, like he can somehow connect to them. So maybe he has upgraded and updated the the chip with his own infection. Mm-hmm. So he's like, sort of like, like how they do in video games, they update it and they do a version 1.567824. Which makes the series so much more great because right. the, the possibilities are just endless. Well, I kind of, can you imagine like if like AI dolls took over the earth? Like if it got to that point, you know That'd what I mean? great. Like it was like a Terminator film, but it's Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Do, 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 do. Hi, friend. <laughs> but yeah. Comics. It's a different, it's an alternate version. It's a different universe. Right. And if you're, if you're expecting it to be like as good as the original, don't watch it. Well, you should never go into a fucking remake or reboot hoping that it's going to be better than the original. Yeah. Like there is really very few in entire I mean, film yes, history. Yes, there are some out there. Right. Like, But yeah. Like, I still like Dawn of the Dead remake, even though it's not as good as the original. Oh, dude, there's a lot of great things about that. The Blob, however, I will. Yes. I will stand up for that one more than the original any day. But maybe it's just enough distance. Yeah. Yeah. What was there, like 20, 30 years between the two films? More than that. Yeah. I think it might have been like a lot. Like (laughs) 30 (laughs) at least, I think it was. Right. So I think it was 19. I don't know. I don't remember now, like off the top of my head. But yeah, it was in black and white, and it was at the tail end of when black and white was being used. You know, you're going back 30 years, and that movie came out in the 80s. So like 30 years before that, practical effects were hardly anything. Right. So it's like the thing versus the, uh, what was the original movie called? Well, yeah, I know some people that are like fans of the original movie, and I hate that movie. Like, I I mean, I don't hate it. I just, just, the door slamming in that movie is really annoying. It's, It's like hard to... It's like every five seconds, someone's slamming a door. Yeah. Like, whoever designed that set needs to be shot. Like, like I don't know. I mean, hopefully, you know, God rest your soul. <laughs> if you're dead. But fucking Jesus, someone needs to put, like, doorknobs around your foot. Put a damn doorstop in there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, fucking Christ, man. But, yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, there's you're going to be hard-pressed to find most remakes, reboots, whatever. They're going to be better than the original because the original is what made the remake always and it's very rare like you always have to have that respect for the original yeah i get it like i have heard some people online saying oh you know this is better than the than the original and you know what for them it maybe it is because they're younger and they didn't experience like you know the nostalgia that we did and that's totally viable and real and legit to them and i have no qualms with that I enjoyed this film a lot more, and the more and more I think about it, the more and more I kind of want to see it again. Like and, I, I really want to. And see I it know, again. and I know some people are going to be really mad that I like this, like not because of who I am or anything. They're just going to be like, "Why? Like, right. how could you like this? Your opinion is bad." And it's like you're going to base my wealth of knowledge of fucking horror movies on one fucking movie, then you don't know me well enough. There's going to be times where you're not going to agree with me. You know, there's going to be times that you do. And that's okay. You know what? That makes you fucking human. You're passionate enough about it because you're, you talked more about this fucking goddamn movie than you did the last one we watched. The dead don't die. So, you know what I mean? So I would, it is near and dear to my heart and I still can separate them. Here's, here's an interesting question for you. How would you rate this compared to some of the more recent Chucky films? I would say it's better than Curse of Chucky. Okay. I would say I, I need to watch Cult again because it's been such a long time. Right. Uh, I think that's more close. 
Cult of Chucky and this are very close in some right. respects. And, and, and now hearing you say that, that made, made me be like, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah, I don't know if it's better than this one. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again, too, to, to really let you know. Right. But it, I'm, I've am i never had this much interest in the Chucky franchise <laughs> uh, in these last two movies, which is the remake now, the reboot. And I think my my last favorite Chucky movie was Bride. Oh, yeah, a lot of people. Some people really like Seed, but I'll be honest, like, I think that's where the movie tanked. Dude, yeah, me too. That was, like, That was a weird movie, that dude. That was, like, Frito's cheese dip. And cheesy. I didn't even care about the whole fucking... It had nothing to do with the sexuality, uh, the, like, child not knowing it. Right. You know, if it was Glenn or Glenda, uh, that had nothing to do with it. it. It was literally just not a good movie. It was yeah. like it wanted to be Bride of Chucky, but it wasn't good enough to be Bride of Chucky. No. Uh, it just felt off. There was something off about that one. More yeah. than Curse and more than than Cult for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd say that this one might even beat Cult for me. Yeah, I like I said, see the Chucky, worst Chucky movie ever. And I don't care if you want to berate me about it or whatever. It's just my opinion. Yeah, no, no, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Eh, it doesn't matter. Honestly, like... You don't know, like Chucky fans, there are a lot of them out there, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'd be curious to see. I've been seeing a lot of really, like, love or hated opinions about this movie. Yeah. Not so many that are in the middle of the road. So, I don't know. Like, it's really kind of a wash whether or not you guys would like it or not. So, be curious to hear what you thought of it. Like, Seth, if you uh, could, if you listened this far to the end of the episode, uh, the secret code so to speak at the end of each of our episodes i'm going to start doing to see if you actually listened uh is what is your score i'd like to hear what your score is regardless if you think scores suck or not uh what would you give this a score out of one to ten like what would you what would you give it because i'd love to see what you guys think i hope we gave it our all and and kind of explained it away we probably over talked it to be quite honest with you but it it is such a a franchise that it, it almost needed to be yeah, I mean, it, this this has been a long uh, emotional, uh, you know, pre-release kind of thing going on here. You know, I watched Cult of Chucky. That had, like, mixed reviews. It is the Holy Trinity. You got Freddy, you got Jason, and you got Chucky. Uh, I would say that the Holy Trinity would be more... You would say Michael Myers. Michael Myers, just because, even though I'm not a fan, I would say definitely Freddy, Jason, and Michael are the three big ones. Then you got Hellraiser and Chucky and anything else like those are the the five right you know what i mean the big ones uh ghost face everybody always says ghost face i'm like right. ghost face is not even one person it's like everybody like i don't know i don't really feel like ghost face should be included no <laughs> like, <I don't> know. <laughs> get it out of here. I, I mean i i get why people like it it's cool but i just i don't think you know no <laughs> but anyway i hope you guys don't hate us uh i'm surprised that you liked it as much as you did i was kind of hoping that we would argue but i guess not no uh, sorry buddy. oh well it sucks that we agree on things you piece yeah, i know of shit. Chad. yeah he's only doing it because i liked it 
Oh wait, no, he did his first. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't and we didn't talk about it beforehand. Right. Either. Yeah, we didn't. I'm very, very, very strong about that, guys. Plus, by the way, guys, we got Midsommar coming up. Um, if you haven't watched the Ready or Not trailer. Oh, my God. That movie looks fucking dope. It's going to be out in August. We'll be watching that. Uh, there's quite a few movies this summer, so we're going to be doing a lot of like new films that I want to cover on the podcast. So, uh, But let us know what your thoughts are. And, Patrick, thank you so much for coming back again. I don't, oh, yeah, I, dude. I love want, being here, man. Yeah, if you want to come gonna, back. You know I'm going to be here next year. Next, next year. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, well, you're already planning that, ahead. Yeah. Huh? Next week. <laughs> We got something in store. You sure you here. can fit us in your busy schedule? Uh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I gotta get my dig waxed. So. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming again, man. So I guess you'll be on next week? Yes, I'll be here. Okay. We kind of right. already watched some of the movies already. Yeah, so. we did. We didn't realize that Chucky was actually coming out this week. So we were like, oh, Child's Play. Fuck. How are we going to do that? Right. So next week, we will be doing two robot movies. I'll give you that hint. Uh, one of them is Chopping Mall, and the other one is The Vanquisher. What was it called? The I think it was Vanquisher, and then it was like, I think the other title is Robo something. I don't remember. We'll we'll tell you online, guys. But yeah, definitely Chopping Mall, which is on Shutter, so you can check that out. 80s, baby. Yeah, 80s. But yeah, Patrick, thanks again. Oh, yeah. We'll see you next week. And uh, guys, thanks again for coming by this week. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you did listen, let us know your scores in the comment sections of uh, any of our posts uh, below. And we'll catch you next week for some robot mayhem. So long live the void. <laughs> <laughs>